Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode four of the Fantasy IPL podcast. Today, we're going to dive into those week one, match one roster buildouts. We're going to talk about players to watch, players to watch out for, booster strategy, and more. Let's go. Wit, are you ready for some? You ready for some cricket? This is. I'm very ready. This is so exciting. Last one before the season starts. This is yep. The openers tomorrow, and it's my team, so I can't wait to watch Hardik go out there and crank it. It's awesome. It's gonna be the best. Everybody's gonna be joining on the journey with us. It's exciting getting the gang back together. Yeah. We'll be there with you every step of the way this season. It's crazy that like the next two months is just IPL becomes our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even before we did the podcast, that kind of happened. Yeah. But now even more so. How many games do you think you were, or matches, I guess, were you plugged into last year? Like where you're either watching a tracker or watching the game live? Or just constantly checking scores. Like, were there any? How, how often did you just completely tune out on a game you weren't involved and keep a track of it? There was a period last year where we were traveling internationally, and I kind of uh, disengaged for a little while. Yeah, but that was really only like two weeks before I hopped back on. So yeah. I was at least following the scores for probably out of seventy-four matches. 50. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because I think I did even more. So this is like, yeah. whatever's going on, if I'm out, I'm watching a tracker. If I'm home, I've got the game on, you know, uh, or I'm just constantly hitting update on scores on, you know, one of the sports websites. So to keep yeah. track of it, I definitely find myself just like all in with both feet. I had to do this for fantasy football too, but I've got, I sometimes have to limit myself and say, okay, I'm only going to check this every hour and every half hour because I can't just keep interrupting my life. Yeah. But luckily this is over with, like it doesn't chew up the whole day. So yeah. Yeah. And that's a little hard. It's it's a little easier with, I think with IPL not to get sucked in for a whole day than it is with football because I mean, let's say I have, I don't know, Dalvin cook on my, roster when Dalvin cooks playing any at any point during the game really he could score points there'd be something to see so if you want to follow it I I have a problem where I just keep checking it over and over again especially when they're actually on offense um the Vikings in this case but with IPL at least when they're batting it's nice if if you have Coley uh and Patadar you could just tune in while they're batting and then they Especially Coley last year, you didn't have to watch that long. Nope, just a few minutes before. before you <laughs> Until the introductions are over, out. and he's out. <laughs> yep. We definitely <laughs> need to get a soundboard with a with a quack sound. Oh yeah. I don't think we need the soundboard. We got you. No. <laughs> uh, all rolling, right, man. so season's kicking off. Um, this episode, so, so what we're planning on doing is doing two episodes a week and this episode will be the first one of the first week. And we're going to cover the, mainly the first five matches, 
Uh, just running through them. The opener is Gujarat versus Super Kings. Uh, then the next one is Punjab versus KKR. And then Lucknow versus Delhi Capitals. And then the fourth one is Sunrisers versus Rajasthan. And the fifth is Mumbai Indians versus Royal Challengers. Of course, this is the opening week. That means that there's no repeats. It's all 10 teams, uh, each playing once. I think it makes our job a little bit more difficult. There's no, no, no stuff to double up on. Yeah, we got to spread it out a little bit further to kind of touch on everybody to keep an eye on going into the weekend. But that's essentially what we're doing is we're covering the weekend games. That's right. So starting on Friday, and then there's a doubleheader Saturday, doubleheader Sunday, and then we'll briefly talk about the first game on Monday, uh, but we'll leave that mostly for the next episode. Yeah, and sounds that, good. That I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about that because then we'll have a little more, we'll know a little more uh, when Super Kings play Lucknow because we'll have actually gotten to watch them play. Yeah, um, and there's going to be a bunch of change. We'll get to it in a little bit, um, but there's a bunch of players that – are going to join the league late for one reason or another. Yeah. So it's going to kind of flip over after the first week or so in terms of who is starting, who is not. Um, and then some of the match sort of rhythm changes in terms of you'll have teams that play closer together, teams that play further apart. Um, but hopefully by now uh, with our last episode, you kind of know how to build your roster, what pieces yep. are there. Um so we're going to get you started on what we think maybe some smart moves, some things to consider uh, to get you ready for especially the first match, um, but also the weekend. So that first match is, is, is different than every other match as far as fantasy because you are setting your lineup blind. Uh, later in the season, you'll be switching out players every day, and so every match you'll be able to bring in new players. Whereas this one, if you if you don't want to go all in and just completely load up on that first match, you have to just make some guesses about who's going to play in match two, three, four, five, however far you want to go. Sure. So Wit, um, what what do you think people need to know about that? So there's a temptation there because you're coming in with essentially unlimited transfers. That's what they show yeah. you is going on on the website. Um, that just means you can continuously rearrange your team until the first match starts. Then if you want to move players around, you have to start using your transfers um, that you have banked. So you're coming in with 11 players. This is not fantasy football. Don't play 11 players for the first match. The temptation is yeah. there to come out in a sprint um, and go for it, but you'll immediately put yourself in a hole um, for for that game. However it's appropriate to maybe front load to that first game a little bit. Um, What what do you think are the safe ways to sort of, you know, get a good start front load to that, but not burn yourself for the second, third and fourth matches. Yeah. I started actually that way. I was considering this year, just completely 11 players from the first match and then slowly building in all the other players uh, because there is an advantage to you'll know all those players are playing as long as you show you you get up and uh, and see who's got the green dot and who's got the red dot. You will eliminate any possibility of having red dots later on. Which, if you try to guess, you can pick some safe guesses, but you might miss them. 
The reason I didn't end up doing that with our my starting 11, which at the end of the podcast, stick around, we will both share with you who our starting 11s are going to be, barring any changes because of the dot situation. The reason I decided not to do a full 11 was that there were too many players in the following matches who I was going to want, and I would have had to burn a bunch of transfers. And I like to bank my transfers a little bit. I like to get a little bit of a, a cushion for my transfers so that later in the season, when we know who's really on fire this year, uh, you can use a little extra. So I'd rather start a little slow and then gain momentum later. That being said, like there is an advantage to knowing who's going to be playing, who's going to have those green dots. So I do kind of go heavy on the first match. My preference and what I'm doing this year is starting with a six, four, and one strategy. So I have six players from the first match, four from the second match, and then one other player from one of the other matches. The most important thing, I think, for those match two, three, four, if you're doing anyone who's not in match one, is to pick safe players. Pick players that you are very certain are going to play and have a uh, an important role for the team yeah don't load up for players and matches beyond match one that are not going to play or might not play unless it's just like a placeholder we'll talk a little bit about that um sometimes that's appropriate to take a little bit of a gamble but don't forget to do a little bit of research. We'll touch on some of these players today uh, to, to make sure that somebody is likely to be in the starting 11 if you're building them out for free yeah. right now. And obviously it gets and that's worse. More, yeah, it gets it gets it gets more expensive to to put players on your team later when you're using transfers, but to pull them back off of your roster after the start of the first match costs you a transfer. Um, another suggestion is if you're gonna, you have a limited number of credits and you have a limited number of overseas players, you can only have four. My suggestion is to to pick the more expensive players, and as needed, the overseas players for the first match, because then once the match is over, you can ship those guys off, knowing you can always pick them back up again later, and pick up the expensive. Uh, superstars for match two, match three, so on and so forth. It's definitely nice if you have a guy on your team for like 11 or 12 credits and you shed that guy because he's not going to play again for six or seven matches. You get all that back into your credit bank and it gives you tons of freedom to who you're going to add next time. If you put very expensive or those overseas players in your later matches, two, three, four, five, whatever it is, that means you're holding those positions hostage for the future as opposed to freeing them up right away and don't get confused yeah. this is not fantasy football just because you drop a player doesn't mean somebody else is going to pick them up and you can't have them you don't have to keep them to yourselves um, so only have those players on your roster when they hold up those limited positions whether they're very expensive to your credits or they're those overseas players um, you sit on one of those guys too long you try to transfer somebody in and they're another overseas player and the guy you're holding on to doesn't play for two or three matches. That's yeah. sort of a silly placeholder when it's not necessary yet. Yeah. I want to have Josh Butler on my team as much as anybody else does, but he's not playing until match four and he's expensive and he's an overseas. And if he's just sitting there, he's not doing me any good when I could have uh, Devin Conway this first match and then just ship him off and pick up Josh Butler later. 
Yeah, that's a great example. So another thing is kind of unique. We mentioned it earlier about this season, or at least it seems like it is. There's a lot of players who are not playing. Oh my gosh! The season. The headlines don't stop. Part of the season, or even just for the first few few matches. So what I noticed when I was on the site is that a lot of them are still available to put in your lineup, even yes. some of them that aren't playing all season. Watch out for that. Most of the like fantasy platforms, if you used for like fantasy football or something like that, have some sort of like health status indication with their names. They'll let you know they're mm-hmm. questionable. They'll let you know you're out or something like that. Um, the IPL Dream Eleven web webpage doesn't do that, and if it does, it's it's buried somewhere. It's not plainly obvious. Yeah, you'll just see. Oh, this guy's good. Add him to your roster. The dude hasn't played in two weeks. He's not going to play for two months. Yeah. There's no indication of it. If they were entered into yep. the system at the right time, um, they're there and they're available to put on your roster, but they're they're not doing you any good. So and we've got a bunch of those names. It's obvious uh, a lot of people fall for it because a lot of these names uh, on Dream 11 under each player, it'll tell you what percentage of teams have selected that player. And you'll see a lot of these guys who just aren't playing still have 11, 12, 15%, which is which is pretty high. Very few players are over 20%, let's say. So they're being selected by people, and it's easy as a beginner to say, oh, a lot of other people are picking this player. It must be a good player to pick. When usually that's actually not a bad way to start. In this case, it is a bad way to start because a lot of these players are out. And also if you did what I know I did, opening up the page for the first time this year, I just threw players into positions. I just filled the roster so that way I could finish my login process, set my team name, yeah. and do things like that. So there's lots of people who probably just picked familiar names, tossed them in there, um, and haven't gotten to the point yet where they're actually making those decisions. You can't see what other people are, are rostering in terms of how they're concocting that. That's your only clue is that percentage next to people's names. And you won't see how somebody really built out there um they're starting 11 until after the contest after the match has already started so um mark if we want to look at some of these guys for the very first match get these guys out of your roster if you've if you've already started down there yep we'll run through the names um i won't get into too much about who's going to be coming back who's out for the season at this point just want to make sure you hear these names and so when you see them that might ring a bell for you to, to not put them in. Also, this is going to be a rundown of a lot of difficult for me to pronounce names. So, <laughs> Why do you I'm think sorry. I made you start? I'm sorry in advance. Yeah, you see those first two on the list. I'll do the second two. <laughs> you son of a piece. <laughs> I'll, right. do the, I'll do the last one too. All right. So uh, the first match, Gujarat Titans versus Super Kings. Um Makish Thikshana and Mathisha Patharana are both out, at least for now. Not available. Also count Kyle Jamison and David Miller. See, they're not that hard and? work. You just, you just got to read. And uh, Mukesh uh, Chaudhary. <laughs> Chaudhary. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Mukesh. Chaudhary. <laughs> I always thought of Chowdery. Chowdery? C-H-O-U-D-A-R-Y. 
If you're skilled in uh, your Hindi dialect, help us out. Leave it in the comments. Please do. We'll do better uh, just in to, the future. Just to throw out there, Ben Stokes is playing, but um, he is coming off an injury, and so he might not be bowling. He might just be batting, so it might not be the the superstar start that you want. Might want to wait until match three or four to put him in, see how he does. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on a lot of these injuries. A bunch of the players on this list, too, are also coming from other leagues, specifically the South African players. Yeah, they finished yeah. a tournament they're in, so they're joining the league next week. So this this list will shorten significantly starting next week. Um, let's look at uh, Punjab versus uh, Calcutta. Um, Shreyas Iyer, he was the captain, right, before he went out? Yep. So he's yeah, out. Yeah, this one has some superstars. Johnny Bairstow, Kasigo Rabada, Rabada, and uh, Shakib Al Hassan, and Lytton Doss. Uh, watch out for those names because um, you definitely, those percentage numbers Mark was talking about, you're going to see that with a, at least those first three guys. Ayer, Bairstow, and Rabada are definitely going to have people have selected them so far if, they, if they're unaware that they are not going to play. And also, I, I really, really want to play Liam Livingston, but he's also coming off of an injury, maybe limited. Another player that I might just put in the wait-and-see category uh, and then just uh, deal with it if I if I miss out on a big game. Fair Next enough. game. Uh, I want to see how you do with this name because this isn't a Hindi name. Oh, uh, yeah, Super Giants versus DC. The um, fast bowler Anrich Nortier. Ooh. is going to be out. He's uh, South African. Uh, also, Lungi Nagidi, who that's the first time I've ever heard that name. Uh, I believe he's also South African, so just missing for that first week. And Mosin Khan are all not going to be in. Uh, for the Sunrisers versus uh, the Rajasthan Royals, Obed McCoy, Aiden Markram, Marco Jansen, and Heinrich Klassen. Oh, I got an easy bunch there. That was, yeah, that was wow, a piece of the... cake. <laughs> <laughs> All those overseas players. And Ada Markham but, is the captain of Sunrise. Yes. So. so that's a big one. That, that'll be another um, potential fake out if you're not watching out for him. Somebody, somebody will sure. start him. Uh, and then Mumbai Indians versus Royal Challengers. You have Rajat Padadar, who I'm very sad that he's – He's not going to play the first half of the season. He probably will play the second half, but it's still not known. He's nursing an injury. And then Josh Hazelwood and Jai Richardson also out. So those are names to watch um, to make sure you're not starting them for now. So most of this episode is going to be focused on the first match or two, just because those are the ones you're going to be able to prepare for the best. But I do want to direct your attention to match number three. Lucknow Supergiants uh, play DC. Uh, Lucknow also plays in match six. They're on the Monday. first turnaround team. Yep. First team um, to, to have yeah, turnaround. That's that's a good name for it. Uh, one of the one of the ways you can gain value on your team in fantasy IPL is to look for those teams where you can bring in your players, uh, bring use your transfers, and then just have them sit on your team for a few matches, and then they play again. So you kind of get the double dip on a transfer. 
Super Kings are also it's the match six, by the way, is Super Kings versus Super Giants. Uh, the problem with the Super Kings is they play match one. So if you want to try to hold on to them, you can. Uh, but that's a long time to hold players. Uh, I wouldn't be itching to just keep a player. Uh, if it just so happens he makes it through all those five matches, great. I get him again. But luck now, it's just uh, you just have to hold through two matches. So. Yeah, just do your do your best to look forward into these matches and see, am I about to drop a player who's playing tomorrow that I am going to have some need to pick back up? You know, if it's an injured yeah. player or somebody that you don't want to start, okay, fine, go ahead and drop them. Uh, but try to double dip as often as you can. If you have somebody that you can use one transfer, or in this case, to start the season off, no transfers on, and get a minimum of two matches out of them, mm-hmm. Um, that definitely improves your um, your value of that transfer. And the website will help you keep track of kind of how well you're doing. There's a transfer efficiency score that basically shows yeah, you your nice. points per transfer. Um, if you want to see the people who are doing particularly well in the league late, they're going to be the people that have the highest efficiency with their transfers. Yeah, very true. Uh, so when it gets to comes to luck now, you, you'll want to pick up some players that you can hold. Uh, there's obviously an obvious pick is, well, uh, Quentin DeCock's not playing. Uh, and I should not really mention him, but he is one that we he's missed. He's one of the South African players that will join the league. Yeah. So he's not playing. Uh, Kale Rahul's the superstar. He's the one that you really want on your team. He is expensive, though. So if you pick him up planning to hold him, you might run into a problem with credits and not be able to pick up someone else you want, like, uh, Joss Butler or Virat Kohli, some of those more expensive guys. So I'll, I'll probably still put Rahul on my team and try to hold on to him. But also in that game, look for players that are reliable, that you're fairly certain are going to play both matches, but maybe cost a little bit less. What kind of tips would you give, Mark, to help somebody determine who is likely to play? The superstars, you can start to learn. You'll see those um, names come around a lot. We already warned you against the percentages. Hopefully that gets better um, when you're seeing other people are adding these players because they're essentially it's crowdsourcing. You're seeing, hey, a lot of people believe in this player and that they're going to start uh, for any given reason. Um, But what sort of tips would you throw in there to help hunt those names down? Uh, it's especially tough on this one because you're going into luck now this match blind. We don't have any priors. Once you get a few matches in for each team, you'll start to see the players that show up every time. And it'll be a little easier to say, okay, uh, Avesh Khan has played every match so far. Good chance he's going to play again. Uh, the captains almost always play unless, like, uh, who is it, Ada Markram, He's not playing this week, but that's kind of a special circumstance. So captains are always a good, good pick. Uh, the sort of superstar all-rounders are often featured in every game. Uh, those those batters that bat at the very top of the order, that typically doesn't get changed too much throughout the season. And if that does get changed, it'll just get moved down to from two to three in the batting order. Yeah. So those are those those are a few that are a little safer to pick. I would also say um, certainly 
if you can just drag your feet for like the starting match. So for match one, if you can wait until they've announced that starting lineup, it might give you a last minute opportunity. You thought you were holding a place for somebody in the first match and now it's not necessary anymore. Um, That might free somebody up. So it makes it less important. Um, But also consider the investment that teams have made in the auction Mm -hmm. on certain players, very expensive players. They wanted them. They targeted them for a reason. I would assume that means they're going to start. Um, It's not hard to find um, what teams had to pay uh, to sign players to their teams. If it's for pennies, it's probably not a a great sign that they'll start, except for when there's a very specific advantage to having that player versus somebody else in. But we mentioned Sam Curran um, Mm -hmm. in one of the early episodes because he fetched the highest price ever. Um, at the IPL auction. So even though I wouldn't have called him a superstar, so to speak, um, for any of these teams last year, I'd say that's a great hint that if you need to hold a space for somebody um, when he comes around, that that's probably a a likely start. Yeah, that's, that's another, another good thing to look at. Another thing this year I was just thinking of that wasn't, relevant last year there's they're actually the teams are finally after a few years because of covid they're finally playing home and away matches yes so half their matches are at home so once the season gets going a little bit if a particular bowler seems to be doing really well at his home venue you know they're going to come back to that venue and they're probably going to keep playing him as long as he's as long as he's doing well so that would be another one to, to pick out specific bowlers. Yeah, there are stadiums that have um, reputations for being bowlers' paradises or batters' paradises Yeah, that um, for some reason certain players tend to do really well at one pitch and not another. Not all these – we mentioned this. Not all these places have the exact same dimensions. Um, and certainly the home-and-away effect on teams can be um, a big deal. So we'll help you keep track of, of those kinds of things um, to better forecast those placeholding players who you think is likely to be um, reliable, and at least in that they're going to play. Yeah. All right. You want to move on to our starts of the weekend? Yeah. Um, so how do you define these players, Mark? What, what kind of categories, how important are these guys compared to others? So these are going to be players that that compared to other players of their ability, their star power, that we especially like uh, going going into this opening weekend. We've kind of broke it down into three groups. Uh, first group is the the gold standard players; those are the superstars, the one that ones that cost a lot um, that everybody's going to want to have. But we want to talk about a few of them, especially that that we really like. Uh, the second category is sort of that middle pack. That's where most of the players are. Um, they're going to cost you somewhere between seven and a half and nine and a half credits. Uh, you could probably have a handful of them on your team. Um, uh, you know, a lot of these players still are amazing players that, that you're going to be pretty confident playing. And then we also, though, it's easy to say who the, who the great players are. We've talked about Joss Butler a couple times already. Everybody's going to want to play him. It's not very valuable 
to you, the listener, if we just recommend him every week. Uh, so we also have some bargain picks. The, the players that if you are in need of somebody to fill a, fill a role so that you can uh, so you can afford those those better players, some some that we think might have opportunities. Uh, these might often also be uncapped players if there is in fact going to be a uncapped uh, a free uncapped transfer this year. That's not clear yet whether there will be or not. It is not clear, unfortunately. Um, that it's also important to note though that leaving out a superstar uh, player doesn't mean that like we're telling you not to start that player. Um, if you've digested other fantasy uh, sports platforms before, especially fantasy football that we compare ourselves, like nobody has to remind you to start Patrick Mahomes if he's your quarterback. Um, (laughs) So there's not a whole lot of value in us uh, wasting our time and yours telling you to start the best players in the league. Um, More what we would hope to do is guide you to pick up a player at a certain time because it might be advantageous for a couple of matches or something like that. So um, there's definitely names missing from this list. We would be here all day if we wanted to talk about all the superstars playing this weekend, because there's superstars on every team. Um, yeah. This is just sort of a, a good start um, guys to look out for. Um, so I'll just jump right in there. You mentioned him earlier, Mark, uh, Kale Rahul. Um, so these are super- the gold standard players. Yeah. So these, these guys, you should be able to count on by no means is this a promise that they'll be the best player in any given match, uh, any given week, but the probability is higher than most. Um, and they're important. So Kale Rahul is the captain for the Lucknow super giants. Um, he's going to play, be smart about when you add him to your roster. Mark already mentioned that he's expensive. So he's not somebody that I'm going to have for match one, but he's definitely somebody I'm going to have my eye on, um, for when Lucknow gets their turn. Yeah, yeah, that's uh I mean that's everybody wants Rahul on their, their roster. Uh I'll I'll continue the trend of picking captains. I I said before, I think this first week it's all about playing um playing it safe and picking players you know are gonna play. So captains are a great pick. My first pick is Sanju Sampson for Rajasthan Royals. Um he's always good, he's always reliable. Um they don't play until, I think, what was it, the fourth match? They don't play until the fourth match. So you are holding him a while, but I really am not thrilled about any of the wicketkeeper options in those first three matches. There aren't any of them that, because now KL Rahul is not considered a wicketkeeper on um, on uh, Dream 11 anymore. So there's, there's none of them there that I think are just slam dunk picks. And there's even a lot of the teams like uh, like KKR, for example, don't ha- they haven't announced who their wicketkeeper is going to be? But they don't really know for sure at this point. So that Sam Drew Sampson, uh, you know, he's going to play. He is a, a placeholder so that I don't have to worry about that wicketkeeper position until he comes up, and then you know he'll be good. I always like that. Um, was last year Sanju's first uh, year as captain for? Rajasthan Royals. I feel like that was news last year. Um, there was maybe some criticism early on, but he he was wonderful. He, I definitely enjoyed having him on my team more often um, than not. But uh, back yeah, to me. Often, he was often overshadowed by Josh Butler because he had such a <laughs> yeah. ridiculous year. But Sanju yeah. was still, I think, one of the top five scorers in 
uh, point scorers in IPL fantasy. Yeah. So that's what happens sometimes. So like, that's maybe why we're not mentioning Josh Butler in this case, because um, you're going to start Josh Butler. Um, so we're ch- trying to help highlight that. Don't forget about this guy. He's a superstar. He's he's a gold standard guy, um, and maybe isn't going to hurt your budget as bad as Josh Butler if you do have to use a placeholder. Um, also, like for the Mumbai Indians, I totally trashed this guy's name. Maybe the first time I mentioned him on the podcast. So I'm going to do it again on purpose. Sir Yakamore. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sky Country. Surya Kumar. <laughs> like, I can do better, I promise. Um, he is, if I didn't mention it before, the number one ranked batter on the ICC's batting rankings for T20. Um, so it seems like a guy who's just really at the top of his game right now. And he also was last season. So I feel like I can pretty confidently start him un- until he proves me otherwise. Uh, just uh, to fact check, Sanju's last year was his second year as captain. Okay. All right. Speaking of captains, I'm going with one more for my gold standard. Um, I'm really excited to play Faf Duplessis. Good old Faf this uh, this week. You know he's going to play. You, you know faffing? He's start at the, I'm faff. I'm faffing. Uh, he's going to start at the top of the order. He's going to play in the the, um, the power play. And I went back and forth. I really actually wanted to have uh, Coley on this list because Coley seems to be back to form. I think a lot of people are not going to play him because of last year. And But what I came down to was Faff is cheaper. And this is another player who you're holding them until match five or you're bringing them in if you want to, if you want to start with them on your roster, I don't actually recommend starting with him on your roster, but he's just a little cheaper. And I don't actually feel like I think Coley's going to has a huge advantage over him. So when it comes time to put a Royal challenger in my roster, probably going to go with Faf. Sure. Um, it's sort of one last uh, honorable mention that I'll put into the uh, gold standards, not so much because of what they've done in the past in the IPL, but again, I know I've mentioned, and I butchered his name last time too, Jadeja, Ravindra Jadeja. I think mm-hmm. a little better that time. Um, partially because I wanted to make sure that uh, the Chennai Super Kings are represented somewhere um, in these players that we're, that we're talking about, but he plays in the first match. So as far as somebody who should be currently at the top of their game, he's uh, recently acquired the number one spot in the all-rounders for T20 on ICC's rankings. So gold standard for now, let's say. Um, We'll see how how well he does at at maintaining that status with us. Um, I feel like he was a little bit more up and down last year. but Last year he kind of had a slow year. He was also uh, took over as captain for a little bit. From Doni, which may have may have affected his play. Right, yeah, we talked would, about that. You never know. But the year before that, he was another top all-rounder. So I think he's a very, very safe pick for the first match. So I think we'll, we'll change gears um, from the gold standard to um, sort of players to watch, people that we definitely expect to be good. Um, the player that, I, that I'm going to bring up first is uh, Nicholas Puran. Um, and specifically the reason I want to bring him up is the reason that Mark 
told you maybe not to sit on uh, Samson or, you know, that Samson was a great option is that Puran is a wicket keeper. I don't know yep. that he is a smart choice terribly far into the season. But the reason I like him right now is we met in Quentin DeCock, Cutie Cock is not available for the IPL yet. The only other wicket keeper listed on Lucknow Supergiants roster is Puran. So I think you should be able to confidently start him that he will be in the starting 11 because he fills in a, a very necessary role. But he's also significantly better, again, in the rankings than where he was last year. He's currently uh, ranked number 18 as a batter on the ICC rankings for T20. That's really good. Um, and then he also serves that double-dipping role as a wicketkeeper, so chances for caught out, you know, being involved in the fielding game um, should help you there too. So I kind of like Puran as a placeholder if you need a wicketkeeper that's not going to break the bank when you're building out your roster. He's also very likely to play, um, especially with Quentin DeCock out, he's very likely to bat at the top of the order. And they it's another player that Lucknow paid a lot of money to True. come to their team this year. So they obviously have confidence in him. Uh, so I, I really like that pick. Kind of wish I had made that one. <laughs> you can have him. I'll trade you. I'll trade you for your next one. So my next one is Shubman Gill. I want to shove him into my lineup as soon as I can. Shove him um, in there. I am a big Gujarat fan, so. Uh, He'll give it, give it everything he's got. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just keep swimming. For the championship. <laughs> Thank you, Shubman Gill, for making it easy on us. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's he's uh, he's kind of been on fire in uh, international cricket lately, and it's not like he sucked last year. He was one of the top uh, scorers for fantasy purposes, anyway, and he really came alive at the end of the year last year. So, I mean, I think he's just a, a solid batter that is going to have a great chance at a great score and a very good chance at a pretty good score. And you get to play him right away because he's in the first match. Yep. You will know if he is playing or not, which, spoiler spoiler alert, he will be playing. Fair enough. Um, I'll move on then. Um, again, I kind of force fed this player into this list um, trying to make sure that the capitals were represented. There was a bunch of sort of mid-level players on the capitals that I was trying to decide amongst. Um, maybe we can think of some honorable mentions later, but I'm going to bring up Mitch Marsh for now. Um, he's an all-rounder, which like I said, should give you opportunities to score points on both sides of the ball. He's also doing really well in the rankings for that right now. Um, all rounders, as far as your roster build out, though, be careful not to compile um, too many of them because you don't yeah. have as much room to expand. You can only have four, whereas with batsmen and bowlers, you can have six. So because he doesn't play in the first match, maybe he's somebody to keep an eye on, but don't, don't choke down your all rounder capacity by adding him too early on. Sure. But I do like him right now. Yep. The only thing that gives me pause about uh, Mitchell Marsh is that he's also coming off injury. Yes. Um, so he is playing, and uh, from what I've read, he's ready to ready to come back fully. 
Um, but he's another one of those that I'm yes, yeah, supposedly he play. Supposedly he played at full strength in his last ODI. So yeah, I'm assuming you can get through a T20 match if you can get through an ODI match. But we uh, will hold our breath a little bit on that. Why don't you take the next one, Mark? Um, my my next one. If if there's if you ever one of our favorite podcasts to follow for fantasy football, it's called the Fantasy Footballers. Um, free plug for them. Uh, they have something they do every year called My Guys, where they pick out three players each who they just love and they want to tie their wagon to for the the rest of the season. If I if we did that, if we were just to steal that bit from them, I think Jaffa Archer would be one of my picks. Yeah, um, he is. I'm excited to play him because last time he played in the IPL. He was, uh, I think he was the MVP and he was the highest wicket taker. He took the, is it, oh man, is it the orange cap as wickets? No, purple cap. He took the purple cap. But then he was injured and then he missed two seasons. So I think he's going to be off of a lot of people's radars, especially in your home leagues where maybe people aren't quite as familiar with, um, the, with what happened four years ago. So... I love playing Jaffa Archer, especially on a Mumbai team where there's there's not a lot of players that I'm really excited about and that are very safe and secure to play at the beginning of the season. It's so strange that a guy who's missed so much time in terms of the IPL is the safe play for MI right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I guess maybe he's got an asterisk, but it's not a bad one. Um, there's There's no reason right now today to believe that he's going to miss any time so far as we know this IPL season Um, I'll throw a little love towards KKR with Tim Southey if you need some bowler consideration um, he's doing really well again as far as rankings he's all the way up to number 19 in the world on the ICC rankings for bowlers so it seems like somebody who's uh, coming into form at a good time for you as well there Um, so because they play in the second match um, that might be a, a, a good starting point if you're trying to build out uh, some of those bowlers. I like him right now. Cool. That's a good one. Um, I just have one other that I want to throw out. Um, the Punjab Kings had to, unfortunately, um, they're not playing Johnny Bairstow this year. He's one of my favorite players. He's injured, and so the player they brought in to replace him is Matthew Short, uh, and he's been kind of lighting the world on fire in Australia and uh, the, their T20 league this year. I would love to play him. I think he'd be one that, again, a lot of people aren't going to know who it is, um, and so they're going to miss out on it. But he's currently not listed as an option on Dream 11. They still have Johnny Bairstow in, so there's a chance that he just won't, won't be able to pick him for this first match. I expect that to change, but if not, he's obviously not a good pick. <laughs> if you can't put him in your roster, if it's physically impossible, he's not a yeah. good pick for your roster. They have to be good, but they also have to be able to be picked. Yes, that's fair. One of the things that's driving us nuts about the IPL dream 11 server right now is that they don't have the pictures of all the players up yet either so we're i don't know i i enjoy that i i like to sometimes if i have to make a decision make it based on whether or not the person looks friendly or angry (laughs) or 
you know, matches yeah. well with the personality of my team, something like that. So my first uh, couple years of fantasy football, I would only pick players who were smiling in their uh, profile shot. Yeah. You used to, yep. used to have some success that way. So I used to be pretty good at fantasy football. I'll Once point out day. that it's disappointing because the tournament's not over. But as far as my local pool for March Madness brackets, um, I won in that group picking teams that I would least likely enjoy seeing win. So sometimes it's <laughs> the intangible reasons to pick teams that end up doing well for you. Maybe it's the same thing with uh, you know trying to make a choice for building out your Dream 11 roster. Um, All right. Let's have... Sometimes those tough choices are, yeah, this next category, the, the, the bargain picks. And... Yep. Bargain's not even always fair. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes cheap players are cheap for a reason. Um, Sometimes they're cheap and you just, you strike gold with them. So obviously that's the bargain that you're looking for, but it makes it look like we're shopping specifically in that department. Um, That's, that's not really what I mean to do here. Um, So the first player I'm going to bring up is uh, for the Gujarat Titans, Yash Dial. Um, he's only seven and a half credits, um, which doesn't meet like the bottom of the uh, category for like player credits range. You can see players. What's the lowest have you seen? Is it five? Is that as five as it'll is as low as it'll go? Yeah. Um, yeah. So like you will see players that are inexplicably green dotted. They're active for the day that are down way there. But again, picking players likely to start somebody at five credits i wouldn't do that unless they've started a bunch of games for some reason like whereas i feel much more confident with players in this range um at seven and a half credits uh yash dial was was brought over to uh gujarat titans in the auction this year for a surprising sum um and the reason he was kind of on my radar already is as a bowler he had um more batting opportunities than a lot of bowlers Mm -hmm. typically do. He was higher in the order um, last year. Um, So the fact that they invested in him uh, well, and he, even though he's listed as a bowler, he has pretty good capacity with the bat um, could give you a good opportunity for double dip, even though he's not technically an all rounder. There are actually some four and a half credit players. Okay. Some bowlers and all rounders. Have you ever seen a four and a half credit player with a green dot? <laughs> no. So <laughs> I, uh, I might keep a little more track of that this year just to see how often okay. some of these guys play. There is That's one, I'm just looking, there's one five credit player, Anuj Rawat for uh, um, Royal Challengers, who had a few pretty good games last year, but then yeah. in the back half of the season, they, they dropped him from the starting 11. So yeah. got to watch who out knows? for that. Who do you got? All right. My first uh, budget player. Um, again, I am going for reliable and knowing they're going to play and knowing uh, that try to avoid surprises in this first week. So Harpreet Brar is my pick. I think he's seven credits and um, he has played consistently in the past. Uh, he, I think last year he was kind of hot and cold. Had some matches where he picked up some wickets, had a bunch where he didn't. Um, he doesn't usually bat. Uh, so he plays far down the list. So, yeah, he's. I would not 
put Harper Brar in expecting him to uh, knock your socks off with 100 points. But if you need the, the room, he's about as reliable as it gets for these, these bargain bin players. I feel like he's one of those ones that you can pretty much count on is going to bowl his four overs too. That's important. Sometimes you get these bowlers that don't yeah, use yeah. up their entire allotment, especially on teams that have really good all-rounders. Those all-rounders can cut into uh, bowling allotments, but um, Brar definitely seems to be uh, at least getting consistently his share of the work, and sometimes it's just about opportunity. So I really like that exactly. pick. I'm glad I see his name there. I'll have to set that one aside for myself. Um, but I'm going to jump back over to Fazl Haq Faruqi for the Sunrisers Hyderabad. Also a seven and a half credit player, also a bowler. Um, he was around last year, but I don't know that he was particularly useful to anybody. Um, but again, he's one of those players that seems to be coming into form, climbing the rankings, um, top 15 in terms of the ICC-ranked players that are going to be in the IPL for their t- T20 oh. rankings. Um, so at seven and a half, I'm, I'm interested. Um, he's got to prove it in the IPL. Um, but he's there. He's a, he's a, a, a good, a good price to, if you need, um, not a, sh- obviously he's not a sure bet, but somebody who has potential to be exciting and you're placeholding for a Hyderabad match. Yeah. And, I like that. I did not realize he was so high in the rankings. Um, he uh, he might find his way onto my my roster too. Uh, he is a um, overseas player though, so that's it's a bit a bit of a knock um, taking up an overseas spot. But you know, we talked about that. I think on week episode two usually doesn't end up making a huge difference. He usually sure fit. yeah. A lot of times those overseas players are your superstars that go for big credits. Um, so maybe prioritize that. But if you have an overseas position available and you're trying to decide between the two, maybe Faruqi's a, a good choice for you. I uh, hope that he has a very successful season because I love saying his name. <laughs> you want to go out and for a I couple Faruqis after this? <laughs> he's going to win the Faruqi of the year. But <laughs> Already has in got, my heart. He has so much pun potential that <laughs> I want him to do well. Okay. So hopefully he comes around a bunch. Got it. Yep. So my, my, uh, my last, last pick, and this is the, the last one of our, of our weekend starts is a bit more of a dart throw than all my others. I got to take some chances somewhere. Um, it's KM Asif for as Rajasthan. If. As if. <laughs> KM as if. I'm just um, glad you did his name at, because otherwise it would have come out as if. So this is this is one and wit. I don't know if you if you got the ICC rankings up, you should see if he's on there at all. Because that's not something I really looked at. So too this much. is such a dart throw. What position does he play? Oh, he's a bowler. the The reason I'm I'm interested in him, the impact, impact players. player. Yeah, that Rajasthan needs another bowler. They have the opportunity to to pull somebody else in and give him give him a shot. Um, maybe a stronger bowler. Asif is, he's young. He's not played a, a lot in the league, but I think he could, he could fill the role for, for Rajasthan pretty well. Yeah, that is a dart throw. 
You win the Faruqi for the bravest pick of the day so far. The Faruqi pick of the day. <laughs> that was a new name to me when we started building out the show doc to to talk about who we were going to talk about. I definitely needed a, a hold on. Who is that? I don't know that that was the case with anybody else we talked about today. So um, yeah, Mark's Mark's going with the bold and the beautiful. That's got to be a good looking guy, right? I love oh it. man, he's got the he's got the mustache going on. Perfect. Giving David Warner a run for his money. Ooh, that's that's saying something. That's <laughs> fighting words. If you got to ride a mustache, and those are your two choices, sounds like you can't lose. But yeah. All right, so those are our suggestions. Um, we'll wrap up today. Uh, so sort of the format of the show going forward is going to be what you're seeing today. We're going to have um, an opening segment where we kind of look back at the previous games, uh, talk about any news, anything specific about the schedule, and then we'll get into players we want to play, uh, whether it's the starts of the week or – bargain bin picks or maybe we'll go through certain positions and then we'll finish with uh discussing some kind of one-off topic and this week is one that we we weren't sure where to put it into our first four shows so it ended up but being it is the, so critical ended up being at the last segment of the last of the four shows and we're going to talk about boosters so wait, what are boosters formats had boosters boosters are exciting um Boosters are one-time opportunities to multiply the points scored by some category of player or your team um, or something like that. You can only use them once. And once you put them, once you activate that booster, it cannot be undone. You learned that the hard way last year, didn't you? I did learn that the hard way. I was thinking, hey, I'm going to place this, and then it wouldn't let me take it back. So... um, Because I was thinking about using it, and I didn't want to forget to use it. But then when I decided I didn't want to use it, um, it was locked in. So just like your team name, once you do it, you're stuck with it. Um, So be very wary of these boosters. But there's five of them uh, this year that's a little bit different format from last year. So um, definitely make sure you pay attention. I'll, I'll start things off. You have your captain and your vice captain who always scored two times and one and a half times points respectively. But one time with a booster, you can pick the triple scorer. So if you have somebody with just a super juicy matchup, one time you can choose that player to score triple the amount of points they normally would. Yeah, and um, I think just the – let's talk about each one as we go down. Uh, This one is the hardest one for me to use because it's such a hit or miss. Uh, but I like to try to use that on a team that has, that's, that's loaded up with a few superstars. Uh, one that, that there's two or three or four guys who tend to score most of the fantasy points, uh, and then put them as the the three X triple, that is the captain and the vice captain. Yeah. That, you know, give all of the good players in a match a chance to, um, score you extra points and maybe that's a match where you only have three players in and all of them are doing extra for you um, might be a, a fun way to, to stack that together but yes be wary because you only get to use it once so be careful who you place that on and when so and this this might change as the season progresses um, two teams that I've kind of looked at and have my eye on for that is Rajasthan uh, they've got 
Josh Butler, Sanju Sampson, Isvendra Chahal. They've got a few. There's your one, names. two, three right there. If if, if everybody's yep. firing on all cylinders, you can triple captain and vice captain those three players and probably have a really, really nice day. Yeah. The other one is Mumbai Indians. They they seem to last year they were one of the lowest scoring teams as far as fantasy goes. Um, but they they have some guys though that could still knock it out. Whit already mentioned. Um, Sir Yakamore of the round table. Sir Yakamore. There's Jaffa Archer was one of my players of the week. Yeah. Uh, Rohit, Rohit Sharma, Ishan Kashan, if you can afford those guys. Uh, so triple score, that's always a tough one for me. The second one is the super transfer. It's the one time during the season before the playoffs when you can just transfer out your entire team for free. Um, the only time I've ever used that is in conjunction with the next uh power up the next booster, which is the double up booster. That one, instead of getting three X on one player, you get two X on the entire team, which means your captain is a four X and your vice captain is a three X. So that obviously, if you play that on the right match, it can be a game changer. That's gotta be the most valuable booster probably any year, but especially this year, since they've taken some of the others away um, again, be super smart about when you use that double up. I like Mark's strategy of putting that super transfer in there. There's going to be some match where you just are ready to throw 11 guys into one match. But for God's sakes, if you're going to use your team double up, maximize the players. Make sure you have 11 yeah. players earning you double points. Get as Don't many use as you your double up and only have six active players. You're yeah. wasting opportunity there. Um, somebody in your league will do it. You'll see that. It might even be you if you forget. Um, but that would... I Of the many blunders you can make in a season, that's not one that you get back. You, you can't make up for that. Right. So um, make sure if you don't use that super transfer that all 11 spots have green dots before you fire off that double up. Yeah. It's worth burning an extra transfer too. If you have to, if you, if you sign up and, and somebody's just not playing cause they're managing their workload or, or whatever happens. It's, it's like getting two players for that one transfer, which is how you try to use your transfers anyway. So yeah, burn um, you have to the next boosters, Maybe I'm not going to say it's the least valuable, but it's definitely going to put you in an interesting crux. It's the overseas players. So we mentioned you can only have four overseas players on your roster um, in your starting 11, that is, at any one time. That's still true when you're using your overseas booster. So make sure you use this booster at a time when there are four good overseas players playing in that match. And Mark, I think you've got uh, maybe a favorite to look at for that for now. Yeah, and just in case it's not clear, you get for the overseas booster, you get two times the points for all your yes. overseas players. Get all four of them in. Don't leave any spots unturned. My favorite, again, looking ahead, could change. My favorite right now is uh, Royal Challengers. They've got Faf Duplessis, Glenn Maxwell, uh, Wanindu Hasaranga. Those three are, are a pretty solid core of overseas players. Yeah, so then maybe pick a match where they're playing against a team who their best player is an overseas player um, yeah. and fire that off. That's a, that's a good one. And then opposite of your overseas player booster is your Indian players booster. 
Um, and this so, is a new one this year. The, the, yeah. overseas, the, the overseas was around last year. This one's new. So this is a kind of a virgin territory. Yeah. So again, you can you don't have to have overseas players on your team. So consider a match where leaving overseas players off is a is a good move, and make sure you have eleven domestic, eleven Indian players on your team when you use this to double up their points. And again, I think you've got a favorite uh, that you're forecasting here. Yep, the one I'm I'm interested in right now is Super Kings. Um, a lot of their top players are um, Indian players like Guy Quad at the bat, uh, Jadeja is the all-rounder, and um, Chahar, the, the bowler, are three of the highlights, but they have a pretty pretty solid Indian contingent. Um, but this is one I haven't looked at as much, and I'll have to look at some more. I mean, you could, like you, I didn't even think about with what you said. You could get a whole 11 players in a match. And yeah, get a you don't have to play those all around. Or it's like overseas. getting a, it's like getting another double up, um, match. So this is one you could also use your super transfer, transfer for, if if it worked out and it you've got a match sense, yeah. coming up. So, yeah, that's a, that, and that'll that. I'm looking forward to to looking at that further down the line because that's something that I could see an interesting conversation about building a team towards getting all 11 Indian players playing in the same match and then building it back out without losing too many points in other matches. Yeah, that makes, uh, makes perfect sense. But whatever you do with any booster, make sure you maximize its potential by filling out whatever qualifying spots it has on the roster. But also remember that once you activate it, it can't be undone. So be smart. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I get nervous. I, I just clicking on the boosters button uh, to see what they were because I'm afraid I'm going to accidentally uh, <laughs> initiate one for this first match. The other thing that I want to make sure that um, that we point out is it's tempting because there's this unlimited transfers on the horizon for the first match is to not jump in with one of these boosters um, match one seems yeah. like a good opportunity to, to take advantage of that. Like we talked about with um, a couple of, of the other boosters, Mac, you know, getting 11 players in there. Yes, but there's so much unknown about match one. Yeah. Why not wait until you have a better sense of whether players are doing well this season or not um, before you use these one-time boosters. So take your time. How's Annie doing? <laughs> She's doing good. She's walking by uh, aggressively. That's Wit's pet dog. Good old Annie. All right. So let's finish up. I thought it'd be fun to share who our starting 11 is for this first match. Another uh, A caveat. Of course, like all of you should, we're going to wait till we see the green dots to confirm any of this. But uh, just as an exercise... You ready to go through your starting 11? I'm going to flip a yeah. coin. See who goes okay. first. We have not looked at this together yet. We haven't seen we have not. who each of us are going to play. So maybe they'll be the exact same. But here goes the coin flip. You want heads or tails? I'll take heads. Tails. I start. Oh, okay. All right. So currently, I'm starting. Like I said before, my wiki keeper is Sanju Samson. I'm holding him for a few matches. He's expensive, but he's an Indian player. 
So got those overseas spots. Uh, in my batters, I have Rudaraj Gaikwad from Super Kings, along with Devin Conway, Super Kings. I'm excited to watch them start off with uh, a nice run. Um, I have Shikhar Dewan. Also, you also may notice a trend here. I'm playing captains because I know they're safe. Shikhar Dewan's captain. Sandra Sampson's a captain. Um, like I said before, I got Shubman Gill. Uh, and then my bargain player for for my starting 11 is Rinku Singh, a batter for, uh, for Kolkata. Going down to the all-rounders, I'm a little light here. Uh, but again, hitting it hard with the captains. I've got two of them, Hardik Pandya. Uh, of course, and Nitish Rana, the interim captain for KKR. And then um, finishing up with bowlers who are very reliable that I'm almost certain are going to play. Deepak Chahar for the Super Kings, Mohamed Shimi for Gujarat, and Yumesh Adav for KKR. I like it. We have a lot of similarities for sure, um, but I'll get started on mine. I... Ended up with three Titans, four Super Kings, and if you can believe it, four Kings. So I'm sort of backloading on the, on wow. the Punjabi side of things. Um, I guess before you start, I should say I, I like the way you did that. I have three Super Kings, three Titans, three Knight Riders, one Royal, and one Punjab King. So a little more variety, the spice yep. of life on your side. Um I decided, and, I'm, and I kind of sort of forecasted this earlier, my wicketkeeper, just one for now, I've got Nicholas Puran in there. Um, I sort of mm-hmm. already talked about like why I think he's maybe a, a good start. Um, yeah, I like and that. He's, and he's less expensive than Sanju to, to hold that place. Um, but in the batters, we've got some similar names. Shakar Duar, Radaraj Gaekwad, um, Shub McGill. Um, and then where we broke rank a little bit, I've got uh, Banuka Rajapaska. For the Punjabi Kings, oh. um, yeah, I like Rajapaska. Yeah, he's he's doing well in the rankings. He's only eight credits, um, so he he filled out nicely. And then I also stuck in uh, sort of a, a bargain bin batter, um, Sharukh Sharukh Khan, who is not to be confused oh, yeah. with the actor. The um, he, they force fed him a lot last year. They they seemed like they wanted to make him a thing. He didn't always do great but he's there. Um, he's an uncapped player too. Um, somebody to keep an eye on the future. doesn't matter for now. Um, but I basically was trying to find a seven and a half credit player, uh, to fit in. And he was one of the names that I liked for that. Um, in my all rounder position, I also have Hardik Pandya. Um, but I went with, uh, Ravinda, uh, Jadeja. So I'm going to have two, um, all-rounders to start. And those two are my captain and vice captain as of now, respectively for the first match. I like having okay. a captain and a vice captain play on both sides of the ball um, for, for options there. And then I also love to always have a bowler for each side of each match, just because that way the game is never over. Um, there's always somebody on the oh, other yeah. side um, that you can root for uh, that's coming up next. Um, so I've got uh, Muhammad Shami. And then I've got uh, for CSK, Deepak Chahar, and then Arshdeep Singh as uh, placeholding for me for now, also for uh, for Punjabi. And that's my starting 11. Nice. And I should say I have uh, I also have Hardik Pandya as my captain uh, because he's the captain of my heart. And uh, <laughs> Gaikwad as my vice captain. Um, 
I I thought the same thing. I want to have a captain and vice captain on opposite sides of the ball. Uh, I don't always look out for that. That's sometimes if it's just it's just who I think is going to be best. But I do like having uh, players on both sides. Yeah, I just don't want to get halfway through. You know the the get to the tenth over and my two players, my three players, especially if their captains are are out and their fielders, their batters, and they're just really irrelevant from there on. So I like to have guys that can score points in multiple phases of the game. Um, if for no other reason, then it just makes it more fun to watch the game itself. Yeah, and we'll give you the. I think I think we should. Um at our next episode, briefly go through how we did in this first match. Yeah. Um, if we change, if we made any change, last minute changes and then who, uh, which is like who ended up with the most points. There's definitely some players in there that I'm not married to, but that, uh, were more necessity based on credit or, you know, uh, pos- yeah, I got like positional that. requirements. So I, I might have a change of heart on that, but anybody that, um, that I'm excited about. Um, I think we've mostly already talked about and they'll probably stay put. So that's it. Matches start tomorrow. I will certainly be here. We go up at 8 a.m. <laughs> uh, with ESPN plus on. Absolutely. Cricket. You gotta you at least have to watch the first one. If you've, if you've oh, yeah. joined us for this long, get to that first match, watch it. And I think pretty quickly you'll understand why we're doing this. Yep, I'll have my uh, my Pandia jersey on that morning. <laughs> might, might skip breakfast so I don't accidentally spill some egg yolk on it. I I wouldn't blame you. It's probably <laughs> the most treasured thing in your house at this point. Yep, yep. I mean, that and my kids, but they're all kind of equal footing, really. I thought you were going to say that and the shirt that I sent you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you said in my house. Shirt you sent me is no longer in my house. It's been donated to my brother. I've accepted this. (laughs) (laughs) It found a more rightful owner, so that's fine. All right. Well, tune in um, on Sunday when we post our next episode and join us for some cheers and jeers and um, kind of a come down from that first weekend of insanity that is IPL. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. Looking forward to it. Have a good weekend. See you.